Welcome to this episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. This is an amazing guest expert interview episode today, and we're going to be talking to Khadija Stiegel, and she actually has a couple different roles or hats around virtual assistants. So she actually teaches if you are someone who wants to step into becoming a virtual assistant and running a business in that realm, she has amazing resources and support to help you actually start a profitable virtual assistant business, which is really cool. And she is a VA and actually runs an agency that supports coaches by offering virtual assistant services. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. So, Khadija, welcome. Thank you for being here on this podcast episode today. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Of course. And and I would just love to hear in your own words, when you think about your agency and the people that you're helping, like these business owners that you're helping, I know that you're very like invested in helping your clients to be successful with the work that you guys do. In your own words, like what do you want to become known for in this space? Yes, that's such a great question. I definitely want to become known for the agency that is the right hand to online coaches. So the great thing about our agency is that we love helping online coaches. Our mission is we love helping online coaches that are breaking generational curses. And with that, online coaches, you know, they have a story, they have a special skill that they can help someone. So they're coaching people, some of our clients, they coach people on how to have aligned offers, just as yourself, some of them have coached people on how to get their first real estate investment, how to flip a home. And so these different courses, they're really breaking generational curses by providing people with more wealth, building more wealth for their families. And yeah. so, yes, I would definitely want to be known as like the go-to agency that's the right hand that runs the daily operations for online coaches. Oh, and I love the breaking of generational curses and like just baggage, right? Because I think we live in a time where sometimes if you're running an online business, sometimes you can totally get caught in the, I have to do this. I've got to post on social media, like the heaviness of it but it's also so cool to be like we live in a time where we get to connect with people all over the world and you know to really be able to set up a different financial legacy for our family and I love that mission that you have so the agency that you run is called Thrive Virtually and how long ago did you start that? I started Thrive Virtually it's been almost three years ago so okay and September, it'll be my anniversary. So yeah, about three years ago. It it hasn't been long, but it feels like it's been for a while. But yes, about three years ago. Awesome. And so what's really cool for people who are maybe considering, you know, talking to a virtual assistant. So I, I think what's really cool about what you've done is did it start as just you and then you turned into growing a team in an agency, I'm guessing? Or did you always have the vision from day one of like starting with a team? 
Yeah, you know, it's crazy because I was a person that said that I did not want an agency. So yes, okay. it was just me at first. And I originally started because I was working in corporate and I needed something more flexible. Um, at yeah. the time, I, it was me, my daughter and my husband. And I was gone a lot. I was gone for most of the day. And so initially, you know, I just basically wanted my virtual assistant, a business as a career switch. Yeah. So it was def- it was me that first year um, I scaled, you know, scaled pretty fast as far as receiving a lot of clients. And so mm-hmm. obviously to give my clients the best support, I can't do everything. So I needed help. Ah, and so I at see. first, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, let me get this team member. You know, let me just have one to two team members. And then I went through some burnout as far as like, you know, not really utilizing the help. And I know we're going to talk more about that. Like you can yeah. have, you know, assistance for your team, but if you're yeah. not effectively like utilizing the help or if you don't have those systems set up, you know, calling on someone to help you is not going to be effective all the time. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, um, even in my virtual assistant business, I found myself working a lot. And my yeah. original why was because I wanted to spend more time with my family, but it's like, okay, well, start my business. I'm still working so much. And right. so I needed to You're look not at commuting, a scaling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I needed to look at a scaling model. And for me, mm-hmm. my scaling model that I wanted to choose to scale my business, but to also not, you know, be bogged down to client work was the agency. That's how that came about. That's so cool. And so I want to ask a tough question because there might be someone listening to this podcast that is like, okay, I'm not there yet. Maybe I should just, you know, skip to the next episode. And so the question is like, how does someone know they're ready? Because I hear all the time, like, I just don't think I can afford it yet. I don't think I have the right systems or maybe just feeling nervous about leadership or delegating. Like how I barely know what I'm doing today. How can I lead someone on how to help me? So like, how does a coach or a business owner really know they're ready to hire a VA? That's such a great question. So first, obviously, you definitely want to look at your finances, maybe talk to an accountant or just look at do you have the budget set aside for a virtual assistant? Some people think they need to have about a 1000 set aside. You can definitely hire a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants range from anywhere from 15 an hour up to, you know, 50 to 60 an hour on the high end. Mm-hmm. But you can find a very competent tech savvy virtual assistant for around 22 to 25 an hour. Yeah. Let's say you have someone 25 an hour, 10 hours a month. That's $250 per month. I'm pretty right. sure some right. of us spend that on like Starbucks or Target <laughs> right. Run. Yeah. So 10 hours out of the month, saving you time of tasks that you've been putting on the back burner. So first, yeah. you definitely want to look at, you know, can you afford this? And then the second yeah. thing is, do you have any processes documented or do you have any tasks where yeah. if you were to hire a virtual assistant today, like what would you actually hand off to them? If things are chaotic, if you're just super busy and you're like, I need help. And then you get an assistant, it's like, well, I don't really know what to give them. Probably that's an operations problem. That's not a you need more help problem. So you definitely just need to look at your operations and see like, okay, what is causing me to feel stressed out? Like what's going on? So I would ask myself. And then another thing is as business owners, we should be documenting our processes too. So we should be creating standard operating procedures. You have a coaching business. So it's like, okay, what does it look like whenever I have a new, whenever I have a new client? What does it look like when I'm managing, you know, leads? Like, what does it look like when I am posting on social media? So you definitely want to start documenting whether you want an assistant or not. You definitely want to start documenting your processes. Mm -hmm. And once you get to the point where it's like, okay, the clients are coming or, you know, I have this launch and I really don't have time to set up a tag because I want to focus on this presentation and I want to focus on, you know, posting on social media or creating content. 
then that's when, you know, when you actually have a list of tasks that someone can do, that's when you know that you're ready for a virtual assistant. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And something I've been doing recently because I, I have hired team members in like spurts too, for example, we work, I worked with you and your amazing team to help prepare the Aligned to Ignite launch. You guys are amazing. And I'm constantly thinking like what on the day to day, like when I hear support for the day to day operations, that's like hashtag goals. And I know I'm not far away from that, but what I've started doing is just keeping a note And when I'm doing a task that I desire to not be doing forever, I just put it on the note. And so I'm starting to kind of create like a job description of like, I'm horrible at answering emails. Somebody else should be in my email (laughs) inbox one day. Maybe I've got to clean it up and make procedures and templates and stuff to like think about how would someone, you know, if they just went into my email inbox right now, they'd be like, I don't know what you want me to do, lady. And so someone is like (laughs) writing down things that you would desire to get off of your plate so that you could be more in your zone of genius, even if you don't have the plan yet, you know? So if someone's yep. listening and saying like, I would love to hire someone to do X, Y, or Z, put a little bit of intention of like getting more organized around that, maybe yeah. writing down ideas of how you could outsource it or what that would look like. So that's been really helpful for me because um, I can think very project-based and like hire the team that I need. And something that you just said, like having a budget for a VA, this was something that was shared with me from a business coach. I'm curious to get your feedback on this. When I am thinking about my monthly income goals or a launch goal, in my mind, I'm immediately looking at about 10 to 15% going to support. And so like, for example, if I want to have $5,000 months, then, you know, a $500 budget for support would be realistic. If you want to have a $20,000 launch, well, maybe there's going to be more mechanics to make something like that happen and looking at like 2000 a month or 2000 for that launch. Have you ever recommended or heard something like that of like how much to budget out of your overall business goals or how would you approach something like that? Yeah, you know, we spoke about that on a yeah. different call and that was actually the first time I heard that. And I think that was a great strategy. That's great advice. So yes, definitely when you hire help, you have to look at the return on investment. Yeah. So for example, a $20,000 launch. So you're probably, you know, marketing like a hot ticket course. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of tech that goes into that because you can't just have a sales page and say, all right, here you go. Here's my offer. There needs to be like a, an email sequence afterwards. Like let's say mm-hmm. they attended your webinar and, you know, you said, all right, this offer, you know, it's 5,000. You can't just leave them at that. Like you have to send up follow-up emails. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to reach back out to them. And so that takes a lot of work on the back end. Yeah. And so if you're, yeah, if you're looking at having, you know, a $5,000 month or a $20,000 month, I think you should definitely, you know, look into someone's services. And then 2000 may seem like a lot to someone, but like I said, you have to look at the return on investment. So right. yeah, I think what you said is definitely spot on. Yeah. Well, and I think about it when it's a launch of something like, so for example, working with you guys to help me launch Align to Ignite, this is one program that I'm going to sell over and over and over. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I was amazed, like we did not spend nearly close to that. Like I was amazed at how much you and your team were able to get done, especially because I think the difference between working with someone who's just like, I'm an engagement VA or I'm a social media manager, like people have different specialties. What I thought was really cool about working with you in more of like the agency is that you were able to say, oh, you're using this software and this software and this software, and this is the strategy we need. Let me get the person who knows that the best in my team 
And so it was really cool that I got to know, like, and trust you. And I was like, whoever you think is the best, let's do it, right? And you guys got so much done so fast. And we were able to get all of the assets. And now next time I launch this, we don't have to, like, make the same sales page again. We don't have to make the same email sequences. We can tweak them. We can put more strategy and mind, you know, like, thoughtfulness into them if we need to. But, you know, I think with a lot of these things, if you're thinking about creating the checkout process or the onboarding process, like, it's an asset. You know, just like if you were running an, a brick and mortar business, you would like have a launch plan, you know, and you'd build these assets and then be able to reuse them digitally. It was really cool. So kudos to that. the experience yeah. for sure. Thank you. Thanks so yeah. much. It was such a pleasure helping you. Yes, that investment is definitely so worth it because like you said, you, you get to launch over and over again and the systems yeah. are already there and you learn yeah. so much too. You learn, oh my um, gosh, yeah. you know, about the, what to do for like, the next time that you launch. So yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Now the number one hurdle that I hear from students and clients and just women that I network with is that they need more time to run their business. I mean, you just said this in your own story about launching your VA business. And so oftentimes I'll be in a Facebook group and I'm sure you are, you see this as well and you probably cringe because you'll see someone saying like, you know, I need a VA and they're just describing like 10 different specialties, <laughs> right? Yes. And, you know, they say they need a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, people might not know that there's going to be virtual assistants with certain tech specialties or engagement specialties. What are some of the tasks or roles that people come to you and that you see like making the biggest difference for them of being able to buy back some of their time? What are some of those key things that people might want to consider starting to outsource that make a big difference? Yeah, I think a lot of times people, they put out those job posts and they say they need like a virtual assistant unicorn. And yeah. while you can get that, it's honestly better and you'll save more money just finding yeah. someone in their zone of genius. And so yeah. I think it's very helpful. Marketing, we know, we all know that marketing is the heart of the business. Yes. So I wouldn't recommend you know, hiring an admin VA that can also do social media, unless if that's what they specialize in. Like if they, sure. if there's on genius with admin and social media, like that's what they're niched down in, then yeah, yeah for sure. But if, you know, you really need like a, a really great marketing plan, you have a launch coming up, I would definitely suggest like hiring like a, like a marketing team, like a, a virtual yeah. assistant that specializes and launches like in yeah. social media support. So that's something that I would recommend. There, there are also virtual assistants out there that typically they just specialize in launch support. So mm -hmm. if you need someone to help you with the launch, definitely, you know, that's something you want a virtual assistant that has like launch experience. Yeah. So yes. And then operations. So like what I mean by operations, I know that word may sound like, what do you mean? But it's like it's so like, corporate um, sometimes. Yeah. It's <laughs> like so I corporate. left corporate. <laughs> Yes. So as far as like your operations, like what are your daily tasks? Like what yeah. software do you use to run your business? And like really having a virtual assistant go in there and set up automation and like systems and procedures for you. So like, let's say you're a coach, let's say you do one-on-one -on -one coaching because everybody doesn't do like group coaching or yeah. have like courses or programs. So let's say you're just, a, you know, you just, you have one-on-one -on -one clients and like, okay, so you have a lead from what's interested in your services. Do you have to send over a proposal? Then it's yeah. like, oh, I have to send her over like the reminder for like our first call. And it's like, yeah. oh, I have to send her over the welcome packet. And yeah. so um, it definitely would be helpful to have like an assistant come in and like set up a system for you. Like I like to recommend two different softwares. It's called, one okay. is called Dubsado 
one is called um, HoneyBook. And so okay. with those systems, it's called a CRM, which is a um, custom, customer relationship management software. Yep. And you're able to um, manage your clients inside of that one software. So mm-hmm. you can send them over proposals, invoices. You can send them over forms to capture information. So yeah, you can have an assistant come in and like actually help you with like the operations and different procedures of your yeah. business. Yeah. So to wrap up, like I would definitely would say, like to summarize this question, I definitely yeah. would say yeah. definitely find you a social media VA, someone that's great at social media because content definitely speaks like content yeah. is what gets people invested in you. So social media, virtual assistant, you can have a, a virtual assistant that specializes in systems or that may be like an online business manager or assistance expert. At the end of the day, the virtual assistant industry, they're service providers. Yes. So sometimes the names like change up a little bit, but sure. at the end of the day, yeah, you definitely want a virtual assistant that's like experience with using different like systems or experience yeah. of like working with clients similar to you. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've been even brainstorming like, okay, if I'm my primary social media channel is Instagram, but in the past I've had a really robust presence over on LinkedIn and that brought clients to me. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, one of the next things I could invest in is finding someone who could take some of my content from Instagram, repurpose over to LinkedIn, have some messaging strategies. And and so what I really like is that in what we do, once you create something, then it's like, hey, here's this thing. Can we get more eyeballs in front of it? And finding a virtual assistant who loves doing that, like, why not? Instead of me sitting down and being like, let me go redo my LinkedIn profile. You know, just if I find someone who loves that and it brings in 10 clients this year, like that's a great return on investment, you know? Absolutely. And then let me mention, I want to mention one thing because I know someone may be listening. They may say like, well, I don't want to hire three different people. Yeah. So look at long term. There definitely are unicorn virtual assistants out there that can help you with like the social media aspect and the you know, the systems aspect of your business and lead generation. But do you have the time to train them? Do you have the time to create tutorials for them so that they get the process? Do you have the time to make sure that, you know, they understand your voice and like how you like to post on social media? If you have the time, definitely, absolutely find someone that can be your Mm -hmm. right hand VA and that can be your unicorn VA. It's absolutely possible. But for some people who are just like super busy, they don't have time to train. Mm -hmm. You need an expert to come in and do what they need to do. Wait a second. Are you missing out on where we can connect on a deeper level? Or are you already following me on Instagram at Your Routine Queen? If you don't know, when I launched this podcast, I also launched a brand new feed on Instagram at Your Routine Queen. And that's where I hang out online the most. I hang out in the stories. I do funny reels. I'm constantly trying to share content that's going to help you design aligned offerings to call in soul clients and run an online business for purpose and profit. So if you're not already following me there, please come do so and DM me and let me know that you found out about it through the podcast. I would love to celebrate, hear what some of your biggest takeaways are from what you've been learning here on the podcast and get to know about your goals and if there's any way that I can support you. And oh, P.S., if you didn't know this, I never pitch in the DMs. So if you want to direct message me and have a conversation, you're free to do so. Hope to see you on Instagram. Yeah. And so what would be the difference in experience? Like if someone hires you where it's an agency, so do you take on some of that role of helping to do some of the strategy and the training of the people that will be working on their team? Yes, for sure. So 
are you saying like if someone wanted like more of like a unicorn virtual yeah so if someone's saying i want this unicorn do i go find one person and train them to be everything i want or working with an agency you're kind of playing some of that role right yeah yeah so yeah the great thing about our agency is that we do have people that have like a diverse set of skills but with the agency I, i am still niched down because i found that when I was like offering everything, it's like, okay, now I have to train everybody else to offer everything. And it's like, yeah. no, it's still, it's still better to niche down. So at my agency, we're niched down and offering tech support and administrative support to online coaches. Okay. But we do have someone on the team that can assist with like setting up landing pages and gotcha. providing graphics. Yeah. Um, so we don't offer, we're not heavy on the social media support, but we do yeah. offer like, you know, if you need a landing page done, of course, if you need a graphic, of course, mm-hmm. and we'll schedule the social media content for you. But our zone of genius is definitely like the administrative and tech yeah. portion. But if yeah. you would happen to need social media support, we definitely, yeah. as far as like graphics or scheduling, yeah. we yeah. could we could offer that. But as an agency, I definitely would still recommend to be niched down too. But yeah. let's say um, something just comes up, like yeah. with an agency, you do have the opportunity to possibly, you know, you don't have to reach out to someone now, you know, sign with the agency, you have the possibility of having more help and more skill sets. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. And so you are going to come in to my signature offering, the Align to Ignite program, and you're going to help my students understand how to outsource their weaknesses and make a really good first hire or additional hire. And this is kind of like an extension of what we've been talking about. But can you give us a sneak peek on a few tips that you might have if someone was stepping into that saying, okay, I think I'm ready. I think I have a budget. I have a job description of what I think I want. Like, how do you go find a virtual assistant that's going to be a good fit for you? Yeah, so that's a great question. What I would definitely recommend is you want to set yourself up. Like, so when you put out your job posting, tell them about your company. Like, I definitely go create a Google Docs put your logo in there, share a little bit about you, why you started the company. That actually attracts really good people because, you know, if you just put up a post, you're like, hey, I need an assistant ASAP. Like, yeah. <laughs> if someone, you know, if, if someone is really serious about working with other people, like that's yeah. kind of a red flag because it's like, okay, her operations are not in place. And it's like, okay, they need help desperately. And I don't yeah. want to, you know, work with someone that's like, you know, already their business is in chaos. So I would definitely recommend uh, like setting yourself up um, presentable, like, you know, set yeah. up an actual job. And I don't know if we can put this in the show notes, but I can actually leave an example of like what I did when I first, oh, cool. um, when I yeah. hired an assistant so that yeah. your audience can see. Oh, and so I did a Loom video saying like, hi, my name is Khadija. I'm looking for um, an assistant. This is a little yeah. bit more about the company. This assistant needs to be comfortable with da, 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 da. And so I was very specific about the person that I wanted. Yeah. And like when, I, when I'm reading my applications, I see that, hey, I watched your video yeah. and like everything you said matches like to the T. And oh. so that's where you'll find like really good people. Yeah. If you, you know, set up like a really good job post, be very specific about what you need. Yeah. Um, very specific, like, you know, share about your company values. Yeah. So yeah. that's one thing you want to make sure that you're attracting the right people to you. That's a tip. And then I would definitely recommend like doing like a, a Google uh, Forms. Sure. And the cool thing about Google Forms, if you like accept applications, you can turn it into a spreadsheet. So that way you're just looking at everybody's application. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to pay for like an expensive HR software. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that way you're just looking at everybody's application in one spreadsheet. Yeah. And I just like to go in and say like, okay, well, I can't do this person because it's out of my budget. I'll like highlight it red. 
Yep. Or if it's someone is like, uh, oh, I, I love this person. Like I have to interview them. I highlight them green. Yeah. And yeah, that's a tip. So like, you know, set yourself up for success to hire, you know, make the hiring process easy. I definitely wouldn't recommend email um, me here. And, you know, then your your emails are flooded and you're looking through like a lot of different right. emails. Right. You may miss an email for like an important client. So definitely have a system yep. to like t- to hire. Mm. You're describing oh, like free things like you know this this is the whole point of even just starting to think with the strategy of growth is like a google doc a loom a google form if you don't know what all that software is what she's describing is just like having a really thoughtful process and sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you go ahead no no you're fine yes thanks so much for saying that i was just going to say the great thing about the students in your program is that i'll be providing them with with a standard operating procedure of how i'll find my best assistant so oh my gosh (laughs) i can't wait to see it too (laughs) so awesome so we have a couple more minutes and i'm gonna give some like fun rapid fire questions that really help my listeners get to know you so in the Align to Ignite program, the program is built around six core values. You just you know, mentioned like share your values when you're looking at who to hire. And so I'm going to read the list of the six values. And I would love for you to just like let them wash over you and think about which one you like kind of pings for you of like, oh, I want more of that in my business. OK, so the six values are longevity, discernment, design, spaciousness, sustainability, and safety. Which one of those jumps out to you that you would desire more of in your own business? I think discernment. Oh, (laughs) tell me more about that. What would that mean to you? I think discernment because I definitely feel like because I've had discernment like in my business as far as like, okay, this contractor is not performing like as well as they used to. Something's going on. Or like something's going on with this client, like something doesn't feel right. Um, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't feel aligned. And so I think having discernment and having like your, your team members having discernment and, you know, yeah. using wisdom is definitely beneficial because even with taking on clients, I need to have discernment to see if this will be a good fit because it's, yeah. if it's like, this isn't a good client. And then, you know, my contractors, my team members are having headaches working with the client. Yeah, I think that you definitely need to have strong discernment. You need to have discernment to know like when to walk away from a client. And that doesn't mean that you have to burn any bridges, but just realizing yeah. that something like what just wasn't a good fit. And yeah. you need to have discernment with people on your team to see that, you know, are they still, are they still a good fit for the client and if they're in a season where they are able to provide the best support because I've I've had it with team members where it's like you know maybe someone had a baby or like maybe like their work schedule has changed or they had to pick up more work and it just wasn't like they weren't able to provide the same support that they were in the in the past and so yeah I would definitely that's what jumped out at me was discernment because discernment has definitely helped me in my business and so you know just praying that my prayer is always is just that God will always give us discernment yeah (laughs) I appreciate that now we are recording this in the beginning of February 2022 and so as you're looking out for the next year if there was one specific goal or result in your business that you could call in and just be like, yep, this is happening in the next year, what would that be that you would be so excited to see happen? I think, hmm, that's a good question. So I would say a goal for next year. I think that if we got up to 15 clients that we, like all the procedures are great. Uh, We have 15 ongoing clients. 
my team, they're, you know, they're matched, they're loving the client work. Like definitely that's a goal. Definitely that's a goal because we're at about like six to seven now, but I'm very particular. Um, and this one thing you want to be careful with too, when you're hiring a virtual assistant, like how many yeah. clients do they currently have? Like what's their capacity? Yeah. Because someone could be very talented, but they may not have the capacity for you to provide yeah. their best. Yeah. And I think that's a flaw. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've done this too. Taking on more than you can handle because it's like, I want to help everybody. Like, yeah, I can do it. Totally. And then it's yeah. like, when you're burnt out, you're not able to provide your best work because you're yeah. doing so many different things. Yeah. And so I'm very intentional about making sure that when we take on clients, like we set up systems, and like we get in yeah. a good flow and then we take on like other clients so yeah um yeah. we definitely should be at that 15 mark soon like we're at six Amazing. and like a lot of our clients are receiving like really good support everybody's happy yeah. but this doesn't include projects this is just ongoing yeah, sure. like client yeah. support mm-hmm. yeah so that would be a, gr- a great goal of mine uh, and of course yeah. with that of course the 15 ongoing clients is you know increased revenue as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> love that so since we're wrapping up an episode on your routine queen of course we got to talk routines So I'm going to ask you, this is going to be a two-part question. So I want to explore one routine that you believe truly serves you in your business, something that you're like, oh, snap, I've got this down. Everybody needs to do this. And then one area of your life that maybe feels like that time suck or that drain on your energy. So we'll start with the positive first. So what's one routine that you've honed that you really think serves you in running your life and business right now? Definitely planning my week. Yeah, because as a wife, a mom of three, um, I have two girls and one boy and I have a so a six year old, two year old and a nine month old. My goodness. Definitely planning my week like on Sundays, you know, writing down everything that I need to do for the week and just planning and delegating tasks to my team or even, you know, if you don't have a team, just putting everything like in a project management tool, assigning tasks to myself or like putting stuff on my calendar, putting events in my calendar has definitely served me well because it's like, if I just, you know, organize my week and I go ahead and knock out some tasks Sunday evening, if something comes up in the week, you know, if my kid is sick or yeah. if something comes up, it doesn't really disrupt me as much because I, I planned that week and I did yeah. a lot of my work up front that was like due the next day. So definitely sure. planning on Sunday evenings has definitely served me well. And trust me, I can always tell the difference. Yes, because <laughs> do you talk yourself out of it? Or are there some Sundays that you're like, oh, it won't be that big of a difference? Like, do you talk yourself out of it or are you pretty non-negotiable? Yeah, I think non-negotiable because yeah. like I can't really afford, <laughs> I can't really afford to talk yeah. myself out of it because I know that if I don't do this, it's going to be crazy. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's definitely not perfect every Sunday. Sure. It's not really more so me talking myself out of it. It's kind of like, okay, we got home play or like, yeah, I was pretty, maybe I was just so tired and I was just like, yeah. okay, I'll do this Monday morning. So if I don't do a Sunday, I try to make sure I do it on Monday or like, you know, Monday, Monday morning, like when my kid is mm-hmm. taking a nap. So that I can make sure my week is not just like, just like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you are honest, maybe a little bit vulnerable, is there one place that just feels messy that you're like, I know I need to get on top of this and create a routine? Yeah, working out. So I just joined this 28 day program and I was supposed to work out, but yesterday, it was yesterday, Wednesday and Tuesday. And I just, I couldn't do it. This week is crazy because we, we have some clients and launches. And it's like, I just couldn't find the time to fit it in. And then last night I was yeah. like, maybe I could just do a quick workout. And it was like, I'm just going to go to bed and do it tomorrow. So I definitely <laughs> want to find like a time slot 
because yeah. I definitely think that you know as entrepreneurs like especially for those that work from home like we're, we're sitting down yeah. and like we're not as active and so like yeah. when I was in corporate I was really good at working out because like after Isn't lunch it was like a yeah. routine yeah, yeah it's like sure. I knew exactly what to expect of my schedule I still have control over my schedule now, but it's just like, okay, I just have to actually do it and like prioritize it versus like, yeah. oh, well, let me just answer this email really quick or let me do this task. But yeah. like, yes, I there's always something to, get, to like, do. There's always yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to get like better with like working out. And also, like, sometimes I'll wake up really early, like around that 5 a.m. mark, but sometimes I'll go back to sleep. So yeah. I definitely need to get back into that routine of waking up earlier as well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing everything. Just, I, I really hope that some listeners are here and understanding that they could be closer than they thought to starting to have some team members and whether it's going into a Facebook group or Upwork or wherever and finding that like first low level, like just someone to learn how to delegate or whether it's stepping into working with an agency like Khadijah Runs, just pushing yourself because it might be outside of your comfort zone, but maybe you got some really great tips today on how you could start to expand and just see, it can be an experiment it could, you know, if you're saying it's going to be 250 bucks, maybe give yourself three months to see if that's going to work or find the right person. And it's not a huge budget to potentially take a lot of things off your plate so you can be more in your zone of genius. So thank you for everything that you shared. And Khadija, if people want to follow you and learn more about your services or just get to know more about your mission, like where are you most active? Where can we send people? Yes, um, you can definitely find me on Instagram. You can follow me at the confident virtual assistant. Okay. On Instagram. So yes, yeah, just at and then the confident virtual assistant and I'll be there. Perfect. I'll put that in the show notes. And thank you so much for being on. I can't wait for the students to get all the bonus and just everything that you're going to bring for that that private teaching for students of Align to Ignite. And if anybody's listening and wants to learn more, you can definitely reach out to me and see if there is a wait list for the next launch or if we are open for enrollment now. But thank you so much for being on here today. And I look forward to having you support me and my team even more going forward. Thanks, Khadija. Thank you, Chelsea. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.